people, welcome to another episode of Echo Chamber. So let's get to the UK box office for the weekend of the 6th to the 8th of December. At number 10, we've got the Charlie's Angels reboot. At number 9 is Elf. Um, at number 8 is Motherless Brooklyn. At number seven, we've got Gremlins. At number six, we've got Le Mans 66, otherwise known as Ford v Ferrari. At number five, we've got Blue Story. At number four, it's um, Les Mis, uh, which is an event cinema production. At number three, it's Last Christmas. At number two, it's the um, really good Knives Out. If you haven't seen it, people, definitely give that a check. And of course, still doing its thing at number one, we got Frozen 2. Alright, so just one film this week. So, um, yeah, let's get into it. Okay, so I was wondering what to check out this week, and um, I've realised, you know what? Hey, I'm going to go to Netflix and uh, finally watch Dolomite Is My Name, because I've been hearing good things, but it's a little tentative. It's a little tentative, because, um, yeah, a few things just haven't been... You know, like people talk up stuff and then you watch it and you're just a bit like, eh, that's not, that's not great. But, yes, I figured, you know, alright, I'm gonna give Murphy a try on this. Because, you know, in, uh, his last few films, ugh, I just weren't great. But this, you know, in, this, hey, this is supposedly the big comeback. So... It is directed by Craig Brewer, who um, a lot of people will probably know from uh, Hustle and Flow, which was, um, I think you'd probably say, yeah, that was his probably big breakout film. His I think it was his first big directorial feature. Um, he then went on to do Black Snake Moan. Um and he did some TV stuff, you know, like The Shield, um, the Boomerang TV movie. Uh, but, yeah, he's making a comeback himself. You know, he, he's done some Empire, um, Dolomite, and he's um, he directed the um, Coming to America sequel. Uh, so, yeah, the film also... Uh, it was written by Scott Alexander and Larry Kazawaski, um, and it is starring like a whole heap of talented people, man. So we've got Eddie Murphy, Keegan Michael Key, Mike Epps, Craig Robinson, Titus Burgess, Divine Joy Randolph, Wesley Snipes. T.I.'s up in there, 
And um, yeah, whole heap of other real talented people, man. Um, yeah, Eric Stilberg handled the cinematography. Scott Bomber, the music, um, edited by Billy Fox, uh, and the film essentially, you know what I mean? It so it's set in the seventies, um, and kind of you know. It follows Rudy Ray Moore, uh, who is a struggling artist working in a record store, trying to get his music on the air in the in-store radio station. At night, he moonlights as an MC for his friend Ben Taylor um, and Taylor's musical group at a club. He asks the owner of the club for some time to do comedy. The owner turns him down. Uh, so, you know, he, he's just trying to kickstart stuff, but nothing it seems to be working until he hears some stories from a, uh, a homeless dude. And that is the, uh, the catalyst for Dolomite. And, um... Yeah, the resurrection, as it were, you know, to become, um, <laughs> yeah, this hilarious, obscene, kung fu fighting alter ego and uh, a black exploitation phenomenon. So, yeah, um, yeah, this was the thing, man. And look, as I said, it, you know, when you think about it, because like Murphy, he has made a whole heap of films and a whole heap of great films. Yo, know, you go back, you've got like Trading Places, Beverly Hills Cop, 48 Hours, um, Golden Child, Beverly Hills Cop 2, Coming to America, you know, Harlem Nights, Boomerang, another 48 Hours, all really good films, that, then it starts to go downhill, you know what I mean, Beverly Hills Cop 3 wasn't the best, but it wasn't the worst, but then we get things like Vampire in Brooklyn, Metro, Oish, Dr. Doolittle, Holy Man, Bowfinger, now, like, a lot of people thought The Nutty Professor was decent, um, and life was cool, uh, and I guess he had a bit of a resurgence with Shrek, but, you know, I wasn't really feeling those, like, the PJs wasn't bad, PJs wasn't bad, um, yeah, uh, and but I think the last thing I really liked Murphy in was probably Dreamgirls, probably Dreamgirls, man, and that was back in 2006, you know what I mean, so, yeah, you, you, you think about this, and it's just like, okay, so what's it, how is this gonna play out, how is this gonna be, but, yo, I gotta say, this is a really, it's a really enjoyable film, like, you know, because I think it, 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 it kind of shows a guy just 
down on his luck. You know, we get Rudy Ray Moore. He's down on his luck. He's trying things. Just not working. You know, nothing's playing out for him. Trying to get a DJ to play his songs. Not working. Trying to do comedy in the club. Just ain't working. You know what I mean? It's just like you see the scenes and he's on stage and the audience doesn't give a damn. Doesn't give a damn. They're talking, they're laughing, not, but it's not until, you know, he brings his friend on, Ben Taylor, played by Craig Robinson. Um, that's when they, you know, pay attention and start being like, ah, oh, you know, appreciative and happy and, you know, because they're there for him. So he's trying to work things out. He's trying to figure out, hearing like, how can he... Become the thing that he's always wanted to be He's out with his friends And they're joking about him You know, that he's a failure and everything And it hurts It hurts him But then he hears Like these stories from this homeless dude And it's just like Yo, that gives him the spark and we see this transformation You see how he he takes these stories And yeah, crafts them into something else you know, he, 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 he adapts them, hones them And then it's just that moment we see him Take this new persona onto stage and the captivation You know what I mean it, It's just the The parallel from that First performance that we see To this And it's crazy You know what I mean Like everyone is now captivated And it's just like Oh okay And it's just this whole This you know We, we see we see this shit a lot, right? And, and when I say that, I mean there's like loads of people doing these talks on, you know, social media. You'll find them on Instagram and YouTube and, you know, it's all that kind of, yo, conceive it, believe it, and you can achieve it. Like seize the day, you know, which is a bit like, eh, you know. Yes, you, you have to um, be ready for opportunity But you can be, uh, you know what I mean? You can work hard, you can be as ready as anything It still might not work out for you Still might not work out So, you know, the, I think the, the thing that's just great you're, you're just seeing this struggle You're seeing the struggle and then you're seeing things start to work out And I think this is the difference from Brewer's first film, Hustle and Flow Because, you know, Hustle and Flow had the same sentiment But we really didn't see a struggle That was the thing that always got me about that film Because, you know Terrence Howard's character, he's just like Yo, I want to be a rapper, I want to be... But we don't see him 
go and and do like rap battles and and go out and hustle and you know he just hands a tape over to Ludacris and expects a deal straight away you know what I mean? and then he doesn't get it and then he throws a tantrum and it's all like Argh. you know which is a bit like yo but you haven't where's the work put the fucking work in son you know what I mean you don't always get handed something on a plate but in here, in Dolomite, we see that hustle, we see the struggle, and we see things start to work, and that's great, that's just like, oh, okay, that's nice, and then we see him go, okay, what's my next move, go, what's my next move, and then he makes the next move, and does a big tour, but then he's helping people out too He's bringing people up And that's great There's a lot of people, you know what I mean They get up that ladder, turn around Kick the ladder down But we see more, you know Help people out And, um, you know, like he brings on um, uh, Like Lady Reed You know, so that's cool he, He's like all the people that were with him in the beginning He's there with him still And then it's just like Yo, he sees the film thing And it's just a bit like Huh, yo, yeah I'd like to make films But no one wants to cast him in a film So it's just like Alright, fuck it I'll do my own thing And so we see that And it's great you know, the perseverance, we see this this whole thing. Because, like, if you think about it, like, a lot of the films that have been on the screen recently, and I'm talking about, say, like, films that depict, um, like, historical black figures. So we had, like, hidden figures about the, um, the ladies who helped with the space... Uh, the space mission Then we've got um, Say Harriet Harriet has just come out About like Harriet Tubman And these are like You know great people These are pe- like big figures When you think about it But then on the, on the flip Rudy Ray Moore Like he wasn't a great singer You know what I mean Like at the beginning, he wasn't a great comedian. Like, he, and even when he became Dolomite, like, he was big on the black scene, but he didn't really cross over. You know, like, the films, he wasn't a great actor. You know what I mean? But he made these things that captured the moment. He made these things that, you know, ain't empowered people. Because we have the scene in the film that talk, when, um, you know, like the guy says to him, I ain't like most of, most of the leading black actors, you know, they're uh, probably a bit fitter, a bit younger. And he's like, Oh, you know, he's a, like sucks in his stomach. He's a bit like, oh, yeah. Well, you know what I mean. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I can do it. I can do it. Like he's hurt by it, but he's still 
not deterred. So he still does his thing. Like, we see him worried about doing the sex scene. But then it's just like, all right, boom, let's put our spin on it. And so what we have here, we, we get someone, like, who a lot of people can relate to. You know, we get to see someone who, you know, wasn't, say, maybe blessed with all the skill, but had the hunger, and you know what I mean, and the perseverance, and just went through the trenches, went through the struggle, and that's important, man, that's important, and it's great that we get this, get this film, you know, because it's good to see stuff about people like Harriet Tubman, but it's also good to see people like Rudy Ray Moore. You know what I mean? To see that story. And it's not done as a caricature. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because you watch some things and it's like, eh, you know, they kind of played it a bit slapstick and a bit, but this, it really does have heart. Like, Murphy does a really good job. I mean, like, boom, Murphy really, you know, he really acts this up, he really performs, and that is really good to know, like, really good to see, especially the fact that, look, so we've got, you know, Coming to America too. we've got, you know, the Twins sequel triplets, we've got the Beverly Hills Cop 4, Yo, so the fact that, yo, we've got more Eddie Murphy to come So, yo, we can have faith in these other projects Because this is a really good performance Yo, it's got heart, it's got emotion It's got, like, everything in it You know what I mean? Every, like, he shows pain Like, ah, oh, it's great And at the end at the end, you know, that, that's some, we see the, those last few scenes are really just heartfelt, really heartfelt, and, but it's not just Murphy, man, like, everyone does, we have some great performances here, we have some really good performances, man, it's like, um, you know, Divine Joy Randolph as Lady Reed. She's really good. She like it's that really good performance, man. Um, Craig Robinson, like Craig Robinson, is always good, and yeah, this is you know this is no difference. Like Mike Epps, Mike Epps, real good. Like Keegan Michael Key, um, as Jerry, the the writer. Hey. That's like a, just a great, you know, a great hour because he's like all um, uptight at the beginning, but we see him loosen up. We see him kind of get with the, you know, with the flow, fall into the kind of spirit that Rudy's trying to kind of put out there. But I think someone that really was surprising in this. Wesley Snipes, 
Wesley Snipes as Deville Martin. <laughs> Yo, Snipes killed it. This was a just a really different character for Snipes. You know? Like, just think we we've seen like the roles we've seen Snipes in over the years. You know, he's been like the bad, the badass, you know, a lot of the time. Doing his thing. You know, it's like he was blade. Um, like Detective Riggs in Murder at 1600 <laughs> Bobby Rayburn in The Fan Man, like, um, he, you know, he's um, Simon Phoenix <laughs> in Demolition Man You know, just like all those roles, man Like Rising Sun High Passenger 57, White Men Can't Jump, Jungle Fever, Nino Brown, New Jack City. Like, just all those roles. And and he's very, right, verbose. You know, he's very, like, you know, a, a one type of thing. But in this, it, you know, in this film... We really get to see this real kind of three-dimensional character. Like, you know what I mean? He he really nails it. He's a kind of a prima donna. He's, you know, a bit up his own ass. But then, like, he there's there's moments of redemption. There's moments of when he's just like nice. Uh, you know, but then again, he becomes aloof, and it's just like, yo, it's just really well balanced, well handled. You know I mean, just yeah, it was it was a real great showing, man, a really great showing. So again, it's just like you can kind of think to yourself, okay, all right, yeah, I want to see more. Um, yeah, I want to see more Wesley Snipes in the future. You know, so that yeah, that was, um, yeah, tr- a tremendous performance. So yeah, people, if you haven't seen it yet, definitely check it out. Definitely check it out. Yo, we also get Ti. Ti is up in this. Chris Rock has a great performance. You know what I mean, like. It's well worth seeing, people. Well worth seeing. Just under two hours. But the film just... Yeah, the film flows. The film flows. I don't. You don't really feel at, at any point like... Ugh, this is dragging. Ugh. You know? Yeah, you don't feel that. But it's on Netflix, man. So if you need... If you need a break. If you need to go to the bathroom. If you need to go get... You know... A drink, some food, you know, just stop it and then come back to it. But yeah, definitely, definitely worth checking out, people. Um, Dolomite is my name. Um, it's an 18, obviously. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's, um, yeah, I, I'd say it's the favorite thing I've seen from Craig Brewer 
for sure. Most definitely, people. But yeah, go check it out now. It's on Netflix. Enjoy. Okay, so as we draw to the end of another episode, here's a little bit of film news before we bounce. Warner Brothers have um, been putting out information about a lot of release dates. Uh, so, um, first up, it's um, Mortal Kombat will be coming out on the 15th of January 2021. Uh, then we've got the Matrix 4, which is set for um, the 21st of May 2021. Um, and we also have um, the Flash film, which, you know, it's been in development hell for a long ass time, but yo, they've just come out and said it will be coming the 1st of July 2022. Um, as well as Aquaman 2, which will be coming on the 22nd of December 2022. Uh, that's not all though, because um, the Shazam sequel will be hitting on the 1st of April 2022, which is only three months after the release of um, Black Adam, which will be um, at the end of 2021. Uh, so yeah, definitely a connection between those two films, um, if you're a DC Comics fan. Um, Okay, so Disney Plus have um, released information on their Home Alone reboot. So, um, in the film, Archie Yates, who um, people may have seen uh, in Jojo Rabbit, if they've had the um, opportunity to see advanced screenings, um, yeah, he's going to be playing the uh, the young character who um, is left at home. Um, his parents will be played by Ellie Kemper, who, um, you know, she was doing her thing in the unbelievable Kimmy Schmitz. And she also um, was in The Office, the US uh, version. And Rob Delaney, who... Everyone knows from, um, uh, gosh, what was that? Catastrophe. Yes, Catastrophe. And um, Deadpool 2, amongst just a whole heap of other stuff. You know? So, um, yeah, that's interesting, man. Um, so, Dan Mazza will be directing it. Um, and Mikey Day and Streeter Sidel are uh, writing the script. It's supposed that um, it's not really a um, adaptation of the original film. So um, yeah, they won't. You know, Archie won't be playing Kevin McAllister, but it's a um, you know. It, it, it's a film with the same sentiment as the original And this will be hitting the Disney Plus service I believe rather than um, 
cinemas. Um, yo, also, the National Film Registry have announced um, the list of films that will be um, brought into the Library of Congress for um, preservation because of their cultural, historical and aesthetic importance to the nation's film heritage. Um, and yo, the films that are um, like some of the films that have been brought in this year are uh, Amadeus, um, we got Platoon, uh, The Fog of War, Purple Rain, Disney's Sleeping Beauty, the, the original cartoon, Spike Lee's She's Gotta Have It, um, also. Kevin Smith's Clerks, which is uh, pretty, pretty cool, and especially, um, you know, as, as now we've got word that there's gonna be, uh, you know, a third film in that uh, franchise, so that's pretty cool, um, yo, also, um, out doing um, some press, Disney CEO Bob, Bob Iger, kind of um, revealed that the House of Mouse, if they were possibly going to acquire a new property, like though they, they have no actual plans to, he is a James Bond fan. And I do believe that, you know, at the moment, Bond is on a film by film deal so uh who knows you know maybe with um the new bond because yo this upcoming film no time to die is daniel craig's last so yeah maybe um yeah the new the new bond will have a new home who knows uh finally people so um yeah, the 77th, I believe it's the 77th, um, Golden Globes nominations have um, just been released. Um, so, you know, the big film, you know, was Marriage Story that had six nominations. Um, then we had Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and The Irishman with five. Uh, then it was um, The Joker and Two Popes with four And Knives Out and 1917 had three apiece So best motion picture drama We've got um, 1917, The Irishman, Joker, Marriage Story and The Two Popes Best Motion Picture, Musical or Comedy, Dolomite Is My Name, Yo, uh, Jojo Rabbit, Knives Out, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Rocket Man. Best Actor in a Motion Picture Drama, Christian Bale for um, Ford v Ferrari, Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory. Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. Best Actress in a Motion Picture Drama, 
Cynthia Evo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, Cerise Ronan for Little Women, Charlie's for Ron for Bombshell, uh, Rennie Zellweger for Judy. Uh, best actor in a motion picture, musical or comedy, uh, Daniel Craig for Knives Out, Roman Griffin Davis for Jojo Rabbit, Leonardo DiCaprio uh, for um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Taron Egerton for Rocket Man, and Eddie Murphy for Dolomite Is My Name. Best Actress in a Motion Picture, Musical Comedy, Afrofina for The Farewell, Anna de Amas for Knives Out, Beanie Feldstein for Booksmart, Emma Thompson for Late Night and Clayt Blanchett for Where'd You Wanna Go Bernadette. Uh, then we've got Best Actor in a Supporting Role in Any Motion Picture, Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Al Pacino for The Irishman, Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes and Joe Pesci for The Irishman Best Actress in a Supporting Role in Any Motion Picture Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell Annette Bening, The Report Laura Dern for Marriage Story Jennifer Lopez for Hustlers and Margaret Roby for um, Bombshell Our Best Motion Picture Animation got Frozen 2, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, The Lion King, Missing Link and Toy Story 4. Best Motion Picture Foreign Language, The Farewell, Les Miserables, Pain and Glory, Parasite and Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Our best Director for a motion picture, Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Bong John Hoy for Parasite, Sam Mendes for 1917, and Todd Phillips for, Be- for Joker. Our best screenplay, we got The Irishman, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite and the two popes. Um, yeah, I think everything else um, you will be able to find online. So, you know, there's all the TV stuff and, um, you know, the music side of things. Um, but um, there's also been um, some controversy also been controversy people and that's around um the fact that no female directors uh were nominated this year um and you know so there's been a lot of talk online like i've seen posts by people going like go out and watch a film directed by a woman any film any film directed by a woman and listen you know, I do believe, right, 
I always believe that, you know, there should be fair representation, you know what I mean, like, there shouldn't be barriers for people, you know, when it comes to things, but I, I think when you're doing, you know, something like awards, you cut it, you, it's a, it's a difficult thing, right, so it, it's, you want to make sure that the, you know, the best people are, you know, being nominated and being supported, which is, you know, up to the studio, so it's, it's up to the studio to go, right, these actors from these films, we're nominating these actors and actresses from these films, we're, we're pushing these films, go, that, that's what the studio has to do, so I think from that point of view, you want to make sure that the studios are being fair, you know, the studios aren't just pushing, say, white actors, the, the studios are pushing all the actors involved, the studios are hiring, you know, a wealth of different types of actors, and, you know, hiring female directors, and then pushing those films up for awards, but this is the thing, right, I don't think you can have at an award ceremony that say, you know, because how many films, let's think about it, when you have, um, you know, for all the categories, you've got, well, it's five, so, you know, it's, it's five nominations for, you know, each of the categories, so it's, it's, it's a bit like, how do you, what would you do, you know what I mean, like, what would you do, so if it was six, maybe you go, all right, three have to be male, three have to be female, but then, Jerry, that's a tricky one, right, because when you break it down, okay, so maybe, like, the, the, you know, there's five films from females that are the, the highest grossing films of that year, and have the best critical acclaim, you know, the, the critics love it, the audience love them, five films, right, but that would mean only three of those films can get nominated, so that's not fair, right, and then the same on the flip, what if there's five male film, male directed films that uh, just killed it, then that wouldn't quite be fair, right, so yeah, it's, 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 it's a tricky one, because you can't go, well, yeah, you have to have this many female, this many male, now, you can say, in the nomination process, all right, we want to make sure that there are a, a, a good number of female films nominated, you can definitely say that, but when it comes to, you know, the actual films that are up for the awards, the actual 
you know, you know, the songs, the, you know, like all of that side of things, that, that you, you can't really do, and, right, so you have a lot of, but you, the other thing is, you have a lot of people complaining, okay, but when you look at the list, all right, so let's look at the list of best directors. So Martin Scorsese, Quentin Tarantino, Bong Joon-ho, Sam Mendes, Todd Phillips, okay? Um, who do you go, yeah, that, like, that they should be bumped? Like, they, this is the thing. Like, when people, you know, talk about it, they they never say well that film doesn't deserve like best motion film for musical or comedy Dolomite is my name Jojo Rabbit Knives Out Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Rocket Man. Um, now I've seen four of those films, and you know I really enjoyed Knives Out, really enjoyed Jojo Rabbit, and I really enjoyed Dolomite is my name. Once Upon a Time I wasn't wowed by it, but I know a load of people that were, and I never got the chance to see Rocket Man. Um, best motion picture of drama, 1917, The Irishman, Joker, Marriage Story, and The Two Popes. Marriage Story is fantastic. The Joker was great. Irishman, sublime. I haven't seen 1917 yet, and um, I haven't seen The Two Popes. But out of out of those films, right, which films would you bump and and move in a film from a, a, a film female director? Like, you know what I mean? So that's a tricky one. You know? Because hey, and don't get me wrong, I have seen some great films directed from by female directors this year. Yo, know, the one that definitely just springs to mind is um oh my gosh ah it's um baby teeth um from Shannon Murphy this film is phenomenal it is so heart-wrenching and and fills you with so much emotion uh there was also um like Claire Oakley's makeup you know, um, there was Clemency, um, I, I forget the name of the, um, the, uh, director, but that's another really good film that I think is out, um, maybe Boxing Day or the 27th, um, yes, yeah, St. Maud, that was another really good film, um, yeah, like, there was some, tr you know, tremendous films directed by, uh, you know, women that came out. And, um, you know, it would be great to see, like, Baby Teeth up there and um, Shannon's name up there. But, yeah, who'd you bump? You know, so this is this is a tricky one. But I, I, I think it's great that those films had a chance to be made. And those films that are up there, like when people say though, oh, just watch any film. I think mm, that's 
that's kind of disingenuous because obviously not every female director is great like not every male director is great not every male screenwriter is great not every great female screenwriter is great like some are definitely better than others it's one of those things i think if you're passionate about this yo tell people about the great films Yo, tell people about the films that move you. You know what I mean? Like, I've told a load of people about, like, Baby Teeth, about Clemency, St. Maud. You know what I mean? Like, look, I reviewed all of those films. They're on the podcast. You know what I mean? It, 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 it's a bit like... So when you're saying, watch a film from a female director... Yo, that's a that's a fine that's fine to say, but yo, say a film. You know what I mean? Like pr- promote a film, steer people to a film that moved you. Don't just say any film by anyone. That's just kind of bullshit, and it really shows no commitment, like no real grace. Because you're just kind of saying that, you know. Oh, any film by a woman is great, which is bullshit. It is the same as if I was to say, watch any film by a man, because a there's turkeys. I've definitely seen a lot of those. Um, you know what I mean? And I'm not gonna say that. It's like I wouldn't say, yo, just watch any film from a black director. No, because there's some that are just, you know. Not the best But there are films that are tremendous And are worth seeing And those are the films that, you know, we should be championing You know, those are the films that Hey, talk about You know what I mean? Talk about those films If you're committed to this shit If you feel deeply about these things Talk about it. Oh, and I would say that um, Clemency um, is directed by, uh, I'm probably going to butcher this as well, um, Chine Chukawu. Um, yeah, I, I probably destroyed that. Um, Alf, Alfia Wood, Wood, uh, Alfia Woodard is um, starring in a film. It is. Really good, definitely really good Um, That review, I will be re-releasing that when the film uh, drops in a couple weeks time But yeah, there's, you know, there's been this talk um, about the Golden Globes And, you know, I I, I think it's definitely I think sometimes it's fair to bring things up and to go Alright, yeah, you know, there may be a disparity, there may be an issue, but, hey, you know what I mean, like, if you're, you know, really committed to this thing, if you're really trying to champion, then I think you have to, um, you know, I, I think you have to, you know, really kind of be on it. And go, yo, this film, I think this film was great. 
this film should be up there instead of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You know what I mean? Just say that. Have some fucking commitment. You know, go. Yo, I think people should go out and watch this film. So, yeah, that, that's what I think about all of this. It's a tricky one. Um, I don't know how you, you know, you, you uh, get around it. But, yeah, you know, it is what it is right now. Um, so, you know, just, you know, if you like award ceremonies and what, what they uh, offer and what they do, you know, just be happy for the things that got nominated. But, you know, I think we all can say award ceremonies are bullshit. So, yeah, just don't worry. Just don't worry about it and just champion the films that you actually like. All right? But, people, that is it for another episode. And, uh, yeah, we will see you next week. Peace.